0: The Hard Shoulder on Newstalk with Nissan Subscribe and Drive. No deposit, no compromise, no fuss. Find out more at Nissan.ie.
1: Well, it's that time of the week when I'm joined by my regular reviewers. Sue Murphy from Off The Ball and John Keller as we producer and uh, former director of film classification to go through the best new releases uh, and it is a very tearful occasion um, this week because it's Sue's last before her life is going to be altered but I will come back <laughs> uh, I will, she hasn't been sacked don't worry now look, I'm F- not going to go into that, that is. argument F- sacking <laughs> <is>. <laughs> there's only one way to start this week Right. The good news is this is apparently the final chapter of the sequel trilogy. Yes, we're talking Star Wars, The Rise of Skywalker. It's out this Friday, the 20th of December. And the excitement uh, with our evergreen John Kelleher is apparent. Tell
0: us, what is it this time? Well, I think they're going to be reaching for the Kleenex all over the world. This is the last, as you say, the last uh, in a, what is a highly profitable line. It's the ninth. Do you believe that? That I it's the last? It. No, I don't. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right. And you've just been listening to the most iconic movie score of all time. Like, I, I'm not a huge Star Wars fan. I will enjoy it. I'm going to see it tomorrow night, actually, special preview. Okay. And, and I, I will definitely enjoy it. But and when that music hits you, it... You just take off. It's fantastic. It's I don't think that your listeners need any introduction. Okay, exactly. My that. big fear, by the way, is that, that you know, when I see it, is that it's gonna be sort of nerdy inclined, that it's gonna have stuff for the nerds, for the people who are absolute aficionados, which I'm not. Um I, I, I like to just be entertained and it has got it's gonna have, I know, amazing production value. And it has got some good kind of story. You know, basically this is the they carry on from. This is the resistance facing the first order uh, in the. What is the final chapter of, or should be, of the saga? And it's a great cast. You know. Tell me about the cast. Oh, cast is really good. Adam Adam Driver, who I know you like, who's also going to get an Oscar. In for The it. Marriage Story, I mean, yes, which absolutely. I'll come back to soon
1: <laughs> because that was one of our Netflix recommendations yes. and that indeed. I gave my Monday night to.
0: Well, I'm glad you did, <laughs> because I was one of mine too. Absolutely. Right. Daisy Ridley is terrific, I'd say. she Well, going to be terrific. And then there's uh, Kerry Russell, who I really like. Carrie Fisher, courtesy of Archive going to be making a appearances um, drawn from archive from two previous movies as uh, as as, as Leia um, Mark Hamill of course Luke Skywalker um an actor that I've had the pleasure of working with Ian McDiarmid uh, plays uh Palpatine um, and you've Spoiler got
2: yeah, Palpatine's ab- back
0: Spoiler alert Is that it for yeah. nerds? There's <laughs> a nerd you, You're a, 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 an equal <laughs> fan of Star Wars oh, right?
2: I love Star Wars Absolutely love Star Wars But uh, what worries me about this Is it's been a bit, a little bit Panned by critics Over the last couple of days That apparently it's not up to And I'm talking about people Who absolutely love Star Wars That apparently it's not as good As the, the last few in the series
0: should say There's one actor by the way He's 73 And he will be the only actor Ever to have been In all nine of the films And his name is Anthony Daniels He's He's surely going to be bumped off. Well, (laughs) it may be a case of switched off because he plays and has played C3PO. All or, right, whom you will know from oh, indeed. You know, as the, as a, <laughs> I think of little else on, <laughs> I, 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 this, on You enjoy Wednesday. this, by the way. I saw a Paul core in the in the Guardian, and he described when he when he heard about you know Anthony Daniels being in this one, he said that um, <laughs> he he reassured his readers that not to worry because Parliament was going to be still full of robotic who'd stick to the script.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Not bad. All right. Well, so it's a big thumbs up from both of you, Sue. Can't wait to get to it. I'm a
2: bit apprehensive, but I do love Star Wars. I'm a huge fan. I mean, I've, I've seen The Empire Strikes Back about 20 times, say at least. And tell me this,
1: has all this appeared on telly? No, well, so many Star Wars have. Yes, yeah. yes,
2: yeah. They'll show sure load of them over Christmas because they're yeah. kind of the ones that people go back to like that, that and Indiana I'll Jones I have to make and a point to watching Art. one of them and then You've come never, back to you. It. honestly have never, never
1: seen it. I've never seen it. And I don't know the difference between Star Trek which I did watch in my youth and, and Star Wars. You're
2: going to hate Star Wars though.
1: Right. i <laughs> <You> will <wanna?
2: laughs> probably save you some time there.
1: I actually, I actually <laughs> kind of suspect that. All right. Well, look, go enjoy it. It is the last of the nine uh, theoretically. They'll get a new trilogy don't you worry. Now... Uh, uh, uh some christmas tv so the big stations are all trying to knock it out of the park. Uh, a little plug for our own friend Bill Hughes on Christmas Eve. He has a special one of nostalgia celebrities looking at, which is worth a watch. But The Chris, the Great Christmas Bake Off mm-hmm. is a, a one-off Christmas special. It's nothing to do with the competitors. Is it celebs? Who is it?
2: It's people who've taken part in the series already in oh. previous seasons. So so they kind of tend to go back to a lot of the favourites that people talk about a lot. There is actually two episodes in this. There's another one that'll be on New Year's. Day but I just picked out the one for Christmas Day because I think it's one of those series and shows that people make a point of watching over Christmas, um, it's on a twenty past seven on Channel Four, um, all the usual gang are back: Noel, Sandy, Prue, and Paul, and the people that are coming back are Tom and Jan from two thousand and seventeen, and Brianne and Terry from two thousand and eighteen, and they would have been fan favorites. Like people would have really liked them and would have been disappointed. I don't know if they were the greatest bakers in the world, mm-hmm. but um, they still give them pretty tough challenges across the the Christmas one, um, and then they give them the title of Christmas Star Baker, but they also have a performance from Status Quo included.
1: Right. <laughs> The Great Christmas Bake Off mm. is your number one top Christmas tip visitor? I'd say
2: it probably would be I think it's just when you're watching stuff on Christmas Day you want st- you want to turn like, your brain off and is there Brendan
1: relax, you know the, the Mrs
2: Brown's Boys will be on as well BBC? I think there's a big hole in the, the scheduling from Downton Abbey missing that's the one that I would have gone to yeah. every year um, I think EastEnders and Coronation Street are stuff yeah. that people are just tuned into another but murder this is just it's just nice up. like I feel like after day- it's 20 past 7 so people have their yeah. dinner sit down with a couple of glass of wine and it's just nice TV really nice Sleep. Sleep, sleep through it.
1: Okay, that is absolutely, that is her uh, uh, Sue's number one pick. Okay, now your second movie is Little
0: Women. Ah, oh, yeah, I'm really looking forward to this. Going to go to it at the weekend. It opens on Friday and as you'll Is this know, based on the book or something? Yeah, yeah, this is based on the book by, and there's been other adaptations of the book, but this is directed by Greta Gerwig, who is, I think, absolutely Terrific. I mean, she directed Saoirse Ronan in *Lady Bird*. is also in this, incidentally. I mean, it's a great, great cast. But this is this is this takes place. The story takes place in the middle of the nineteenth century. I'm old enough, therefore, to remember uh, yes. when the book came out. Yes. Um, it's set in what era? It's set in the sort of American in Massachusetts in the Civil War era. In the in the aftermath Down south or up War. north? No, up north. Okay. Starts out in and it's four young women who are sisters. They're sisters, and they're I mean, there's hardly a I'd say uh, a person of my generation alive who didn't read the book and knew the the sisters and knew who they were and what they said. They stood were the for. March sisters. The March sisters. Yeah, Saoirse plays Joe March. Emma Watson is Meg. Uh, Florence Pugh uh, is Amy and Eliza Scanlon is Beth. I think it's weird. We have
1: a clip. Uh, this is a scene between Sharon and playing Joe and Meryl Streep playing Aunt March.
0: Josephine! Yes, here. Is there a reason you stopped reading Belsham? I'm sorry. I'll continue. You mind yourself, dearie. Someday you'll need me and you'll wish you had behaved better
2: thank you, Aunt March, for your employment and your many kindnesses, but I intend to make my own way in the world.
0: Oh, well... No, no one makes their own way. Not really. Least of all, a woman. You'll need to marry well. But you are not married, Aunt March. Well, that's because I'm rich. What
1: what what is the basic storyline? Is it one of romance? Is it comedy? Is it the historical civil war? What is it?
0: It's a family, and it is definitely romance. I didn't mention Timothy Chalamet, who plays uh, Laurie, childhood friend of the character of Joe, and uh, obviously there's a romantic interest between between them. But it's basically about four young women who want to make their way in the world. But it basically is about the kind of themes that are really interesting. Which is it at that time? And don't forget. And by the way, Louisa May Alcott was was an early feminist uh, because she campaigned not only for abolition but she also campaigned for universal suffrage. So is it is it a feminist movie? Yeah.
2: Okay. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Right. Tell me.
2: Well, I'm just a big fan of the book. I've read the book about three or four times, and this is this the first movie of the book? No, no. No. There's loads of iterations of it, but I think this is the one that's probably going to pick up the most awards.
1: Right. We're into that season yeah. uh, of, of awards. All right. So you, you haven't actually seen it. Uh, so but I'm betting
0: it'll be five stars. All right.
1: All right. <laughs> well, OK. Uh, Little Women, it, it, does, it does seem to, to, to definitely, if you want to get into that era and if you want to get into feminism, it's the thing to watch. Now, New Year's Day, 2nd uh, s- of January and the 3rd, that's three days of Dracula on BBC One at 9 yes. p.m. What's so this? I don't know. Three it's episodes.
2: Three episodes. Um, usually, this slot is taken up by Sherlock, who was created by um, Stephen Moffat and Mark Addis. Um, the current iteration and I think they actually brought Sherlock to a whole new audience, they modernised him, they made Benedict Cumberbatch really relatable and I think that's what they're going to do again with Dracula Like this isn't a new story, I think everyone knows the story of Count Dracula but they're going to make him a bit more of a sarcastic character, a bit more shrewd, very funny in parts which is kind of like the Sherlock character Um, it's three parts, the first part is going to be the story that we all know about the lawyer going to Transylvania to discover Count Dracula. second part is going to be called Blood Vessel and that's about him making the trip to England and the third part will be around his time in England. It's got a guy called Cleese Bang. He's a Danish actor. You won't have seen him in a lot of things. He was in a thing called The Square but he really has the look of Dracula. A very attractive, sleek man, amazing black hair. It just looks... It, it's going to be dark but I think this is going to be a little bit more of a lighter take on the Dracula thing because these guys are really good writers. What's going to make it good is this the script. I think the script is going to be brilliant. The thing I worry about is so many people have seen so many iterations of Dracula before. How could they make it how mm. could they make it original? But I think that that's how they'll do it. They'll do it through the script and they'll do it through the character and change it around his character.
1: Okay, so lock on, record the series if you're out yeah. one of the nights in New Year's Day. It's perfect it, timing. It, it is perfect. I was just yeah. going to say, um, but you do have the two popes. It's coming. I'm going to watch this. That's the other you, one. You mentioned it before. It's out on, on, yeah, on this Friday. This in Netflix. Friday. John
2: Fardy talked about it before and it's the, fir- yeah. the first time the two popes have actually crossed each other as the, as they one came into power one came out. So it's, I mean, it it's is a bad. drama, is it? It's a drama and it's Got a couple of nominations in for the Golden Globes. It looks it looks absolutely brilliant. I haven't had a chance to watch it yet, but it's on Netflix on Friday.
1: Okay, so it's Pope Benedict meets
2: Francis. Pope, okay,
1: yeah. okay, and and uh, as
2: he's a cardinal because he's becoming disillusioned with the church, and they basically have their career discussion: why one is leaving and why one wants yeah, to come in. Okay, it looks, and it's never happened before that anyone abdicated yeah, uh, uh, without dying. Years, yeah. yeah,
1: absolutely. All right. Well, I, I watched uh, a Marriage Story. Uh, uh, which was your top recommendation on Netflix? And again, Deirdre lost the will. I, I actually found it unpleasant. They were so unpleasant. horrible to each other. Well, they were going oh, to They were divorce. horrible to each other. They were horrible.
2: I to each didn't other. think so.
1: Oh, she was horrible to him, and then he was twice as horrible to her. Like I just found it, it It was Like I like happy ever afters I like inspiration This <laughs> was knocked exhausting. down Drag out And then it wasn't clear At the end Don't give any spoilers No no I know But it wasn't clear at the end What the the, the, the future was You know
2: but that's, that's And I stayed with it For decide. two hours
0: I think but it was very clear We love ambivalence
2: I think it was very clear What was going to happen Right
0: okay I, I thought so too And yeah. also ambivalence Is a plus in the movie business Right Because it leaves the audience To to make up their own mind Yes And even to differ
1: Like I felt with the Irishman It sort of petered out You know what I mean There was no climax It just Like Why did I spend Three and a half hours Watching this Like they could have Got to this point An hour ago You know
2: But do you not think I, I felt like They were still They still loved each other a lot it's just that their relationship was classic. Well, they were
1: so horrible to each other. Well, that's. I mean, like, i like much rather they didn't love each other and were nice to each other. I mean, for heaven's sake! <laughs> I mean, like, where does common sense come in all this? Now, you have a TV movie for me. Yeah,
0: it's a good one too. It's called. Ah, oh,
1: Liberace! I'm <laughs> pleased. I've seen it. It's.
0: Yeah, well, I... <laughs> is he the one with the funny hair and? Yes, it is. It is. It is, and it's. It's an emotionally rewarding film. Uh, I think it's very entertaining. It's very funny, uh, and it's also very sad because it's about an old man or an aging man trying to uh, never grow old and searching for the fountain of youth, whether it's in the shape of a pretty boy or a surgeon's Hmm. knife. You know, on his face, which he goes for, and you remember Rob Lowe, by the way, plays Lowe's the surgeon. absolutely in this brilliant. So but good. Like, it's it's so eccentric, it's hardly credible, but it is true. It's true. Yeah, it's true. it's yeah. totally true. Yeah. It's the six years in the relationship between the Liberace um, uh, and Scott Thurston, and the, and two terrific actors. You know, you've got you've got Michael Douglas playing Liberace, and you've got um, Matt Damon playing his lover, mm. and it's very very enjoyable. All right, it's called uh, The Candelabra. Isn't that
1: right? Behind Behind the the Candelabra. Candelabra. It's on Friday night. uh, That's the 20th on uh, BBC Two at 11.35. And we cannot conclude uh, uh, this weepy edition of Movies and TV Preview because Sue... Is temporarily leaving us because Phased she's out. She's, yeah. she's she's yeah she will, we're not going to bump her off because <laughs> in this in this in this comedy sequel we have because uh, you're going to have a baby when
2: I'm due the tenth of January right and so and I'm going to how break is yours the, now. so so so
1: uh, I, I I have to say because this has all been brought back to life for me because my eldest daughter has just had a baby yeah. and it's about ten weeks old and I have to tell you that this will be the best thing in your life. But it will destroy your lifestyle in so far as that. <laughs> I only last night Kira had this screaming Beth, and and like she had fed her, she had done nappy. It just is, and I felt so sorry for both my son-in-law and her in terms of just the quality of their lives so like don't say you haven't been warned it is tough it is really tough the first three months am I right John the first three months of having a baby you actually forget about it just how humble there isn't a job there isn't a task that you could set about that will as, in terms of sleep in terms of quality of life that is just so staggering so we wish you well with it <laughs> no no sorry it, look. <laughs> no no sorry not only will it be uh, destroying your lifestyle but it will be the when you look back on your deathbed will be the best thing in your life in my opinion is that a profound way to Michael and her uh, to Sue to wish them all the best but I, I actually think that society doesn't tell first time parents just what
0: it's like Yeah, I think you're absolutely right I think you must have been an amazing baby though
1: <laughs> I slept a lot alright uh, uh, right, well we sure. Thank you sure and a happy much. Christmas to you John uh, and I'll have to put up with you in 2020 alright I, I look back. forward to that alright well thank you Sue and we wish all you right, well uh, she was wanting a bottle of champagne but then I thought it's not advisable we expect a mum's.
2: anything would no, be mum's can't
1: drink so then uh, we, have it. <laughs> <laughs> we wish you well a happy Christmas to all our followers of this slot, and a happy Christmas to John and Sue. Thank you both.